0: It is the APC podcast here at AcmePackingCompany.com, part of SB Nation, coming to you from the Craig Newmark School of Journalism, Chad Bernhard behind the glass, making us sound nice and pleasant, uh, Zach Rapport, Ben Foldy here with you, no Alex Patakis, he is on the Injured Reserve this week. Ben, how are you?
1: I am not on the Injured Reserve.
0: No, I'm thriving. <laughs> uh, you know who's not thriving? Who? The Packers.
1: That's I. I would say that that's a safe. It's weird. It's 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 honestly like the the are they bad question will probably be with us all seasons, <laughs>
0: every single week. Yeah. Are they still 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 bad? I mean I mean I don't think they're bad. I hesitated running another are they bad poll this week. By the way, at the APC Pod on Twitter at Ben Foldy at Zach Rapport at Alex Patakis, just at the risk of beating a dead horse, but the Packers. Lose, of course, thirty-one to seventeen to Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the Patriots. One of my bosses is a is a Pats fan, so I'm in a particularly awesome mood this week. I mean, they're
1: kind of. I I feel like the Packers at this point are kind of Schrödinger's bad football team. Like there are teams that you know are bad, and there are teams that you know are good, and the Packers aren't either. (laughs) Like they're not, and they're, and that's not to say that they're average either. Like they're a fine football team. Who can't <laughs> win certain games.
0: I love you uh, squirming around searching for the but right I also, words. But
1: it also seems it, it, like you watch the team and you're like, okay, if if this clicks and this clicks, like this team can beat anybody and go on a run that, you know, like, and, and we're still in this situation where nobody in the NFC North looks amazing. Yep. The Packers are through the toughest part of their schedule. Yep. You know, if if they fix what ails them, I don't see the. I like. I wouldn't say that this is a team that has no business in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And we will talk a little bit later this week with friend of show, our resident film guru Ben Fennel. Actually, he's not. He's not our resident film guru. He's just our good he's friend.
1: Literally, the athletics resident film guru. At he's this going point. to join us
0: a little bit later. So he will. Uh... Super Bowl
1: champion Ben Fennel.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's got the uh, Eagles ring, which is. Uh, I think the rings are stupid, personally. I mean they they look
1: <laughs> Well tell him that <laughs> why are you telling me that? No,
0: I mean uh, I don't think they're okay. Having the having the trophy is a cool thing. Uh but the like big goofy Jostin's rings are weird to me. They've they've always been weird to are me. Are you serious? Yeah. What? It's weird.
1: But what do you mean having the trophy? like they don't each get the trophy? No, I know. So what would they get? Like you want them to get like a little mini, like Justin's participation trophy? I just think, okay,
0: this is like I didn't think we were going to go down this road but but why not? Well like Jostens is the company that sends you a catalog in high school when you're picking your class ring. Yeah, I don't class think they ring. don't
1: actually make the rings with Jostens. They're
0: like No, they do. It's a Jostens ring.
1: No, it's like thousands of dollars worth of diamonds All in right, it. All right. We're going to like okay. That's the thing. We're going to
0: Google this and come back because I'm pretty sure. I
1: mean, Jostens might make like a thousands of dollars worth of diamonds. I think they won. do. I think that's the Speaking thing. Speaking of Jostens, you know who oh worked God. for Jostens? Wisconsin Senator uh, Ron Johnson.
0: By the way, it's uh, election day. Did you vote? I did. <laughs> that's
1: all I'm going to say about that.
0: All right. Moving on. We are, we are way off the rails here. Why don't we do some uh, note nugs? Your least proud moment of uh, branding. Hashtag note notes. <laughs>
1: that's not, Yeah, That's not true. I'm sure I can come up with a, le- a less less proud moment of branding. I guess my notable nugget is that Aaron Rodgers might be the a lot of the reason that the Packers lost the other night. I mean, not exclusively, but the defense got some big stops in the red zone in particular. And Rodgers just doesn't look that good. Doesn't like,
0: look himself, that's for sure.
1: He doesn't look like the Rodgers I expect to see on a, on a given day, especially yeah. on a day where they talked up, you know, they're like, oh, he's playing without the brace, blah, blah, blah. And I was looking at the stats today. Like, I watched the game today, but I also, or the 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 coach's film, but I was also looking up some of the, like, the more interesting rate stats, because one of the things that I have a real sense of this season is that the Packers' pass game has, like, two modes, and one is, like, pass within five yards of the line of scrimmage and pass, like, 15-plus yards downfield. Right. And there's no scheming intermediate looks that i can see um and a lot of that i think like and a lot of those deep balls are actually kind of rogers kind of half throwing the ball away like the play where Devontae had to break up the pass attempt like and he's missing a lot of them or he's like not hitting guys in stride he's so i don't know what's going on there but it doesn't look it definitely doesn't look superhuman, and yeah. it barely looks good yeah. a lot of the time. Like, he'll still make a couple throws you're like, okay, Aaron Rodgers, but I haven't seen game in, game out, like, the kind of, okay, he's an otherworldly, like, celestial being, and I've seen a lot more, like, okay, like, you know, on a, I mean, I'm not, I don't know what to compare, like, an average, it's hard to compare Aaron Rodgers to, like, an average quarterback, but yeah. I I don't see, uh, like, I, I think the receivers look good, and they look fine. Like, they're beating their guys. They're getting separation. They're making, like, contested catches at the catch point. They're getting yak. And I expected to see that the average distance of target, I looked at the the stats today, and I expected to see that the average distance of target was lower. It's not. It's about the same. Um, I'm wondering if that's, a, a like, an outcome of, of average instead of median, and I'd be curious what the median distance of target is. The one stat that is down is his completion rate.
0: Yeah, his sure. completion
1: rate is like 7 points below basically his whole career average.
0: I thought it was interesting if you follow his post-game press conferences throughout the year, it's clear that he's been frustrated with play calling. It's clear that there's at least something to the narrative of a, a rift between him and uh, coach McCarthy, whether that's doesn't like the scheme or yeah. the doesn't like the person, whatever it is, it's clear that there's at least some fire to that smoke, but in the last few weeks and especially after this game, in his post-game remarks, was very critical of himself. I don't know if you you heard that, but he's been getting more and more critical of himself. Got to play better.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's good. He does, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm not accurate. I'm not angry at him. I mean, that's the that's like, I just don't know what to do. Like, because there's a lot of times where you're like, okay, Rodgers is beating himself. He's holding onto the ball too long. Yada yada. But like, there's no clear. Issue there. I yeah. mean, he's like missing throws in yeah. a way that's very uncharacteristic yeah. of him. Or uh, you know, he's waiting too long to make his throws. Like there was a there was a one of the equanimous Sam Brown targets. Like EQ gets separate. He has got like two yards of separation early in the route, and Rogers hesitates, takes another step, and then he throws a slow ball that lets the, that lets the guy catch up. And it's like these are the kind of killer instinct, kind of you know, like the kind of clinical. I feel like all the metaphors in my head are like, involve stabbing people, but like... <laughs> they're either, uh, yeah, it's either like, medical like, or yeah, weaponry. Yeah, like they're really like, <laughs> but like the kind of like cold, precise Rogers that makes you pay for mistakes, I don't see that Rogers right now.
0: Yeah, and I know that that is something that has been on Ben Fennel's radar, our guest later this week, so we will be sure to talk to him, and uh ready for my note, Nook?
1: Yeah, go for it. Sorry, I didn't mean to have such an expansive like...
0: No, there's only two. I feel of like us I didn't today, mention so. that much about
1: the game, but like there are multiple there are multiple points in that game where, you know, Rodgers is making a deep ball throw and you're kind of like, what? Yeah. Like it's not really to yeah. anybody, or it's not like it's just something is not clicking. And it and what stands out, I think, is that the juxtaposition between that and the Patriots, where like Tom Brady is totally happy to throw four yards downfield, but yep. it's gonna be so schemed and so open that like Everything looks crisp and clean. Like, and he takes it. You know, there's not like there's no kind of there's no friction in the machine. No, yeah. It's a it's an effortless machine. It is
0: it 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 is very efficient. And it was really interesting to get to see in in that game, the Patriots come out, they run their no huddle,
1: no huddle, super super quick game yeah. offense.
0: And then the Packers come out and try to do the same thing. And it is nowhere near as fluid. Yeah. It was really interesting well, to see like that Well, and like a lot of the same kind
1: of play, play calls too, right? Like yeah. like the Patriots would scheme a guy open with a pick like, you know, a, num- numerous times and it'd be this really clean play or they'd have, you know, James White pulling out on a screen and like four or five blockers downfield in like really good position. The Packers would do the, the yeah. same thing with the screen and it would just look like a mess. Yeah. And I don't really understand what that difference is. It was
0: interesting. It was it was clear in the game in in... In 2014, between these two teams, it was clear pretty early on that, like, oh, this is two like cerebral coaches that are bringing everything they have mm-hmm. to this game. It is a chess match, and that was really cool to watch. And this game, it was clear that it was clear that they that they both viewed it that way. But from the Packers' very first drive, I, they were they were just going to come up short.
1: I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, I think they they really did stay in it. You know. Almost like they weren't getting outplayed or outcoached for two, three quarters of that game, I would say. Yeah. Um, Like, I think, yeah, they clearly got owned on the opening drive. But then the defense really tightened up and there were two huge red zone stops for the the D.
0: Speaking of the defense, now I think we can transition to my note, which is Whitehead's ejection.
1: That was really dumb. What the fuck? Well, and 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 also, I mean not not just that, but the roughing the kicker call. This is a
0: theme for my note nugs this year, which is that the rules enforcement is just getting worse and worse every year.
1: It's funny too that it like that one was particularly like New Englandy. Like you know there's been for years it's been I'm this kind of like New England gets the refs in Foxborough. I'm
0: not a big the fixes in guy, but that was I, I That grew up one was raising. horrible.
1: The the Screwed up roughing the kicker call yeah. or punter call was, yeah. was a mess. And the no intentional grounding. I mean, it didn't come back and bite the Packers, uh, neither the intentional grounding or the roughing the kicker. But there was a very kind of deferential. I mean, even on the Whitehead one, I just rewatched that play. Yeah. And he gets blocked from behind like immediately before like in the actual run of play, he yeah. gets blocked from behind. The guy like keeps engaging with him and then he just kind of like loosely slaps him and I then just
0: think when it comes to enforcing rules like that when it's after the whistle I just think that you know if you're if you're going to call personal fouls after the whistle you can have someone quickly in the booth say like okay this is actually what happened these two people are at fault because what you actually want to do is discourage the actual people who are involved from doing that yeah and just catching the second reaction guy it's not like this it's not yeah this isn't, it's like high school discipline. It just doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> but it's
1: classic, like, ice hockey, and it's also, like, classic Belichick. Speaking of, of just, hockey. I'm just like, I'm going to piss you off, and you're going to do something
0: dumb, and yeah. I'm going to exploit that mistake. Yeah, that's true, but. Speaking of hockey, maybe they should have, like, a penalty box or something. (laughs) Well, they I mean,
1: wherever it is, they put Whitehead in it. Well, they
0: sent him to the locker room for the whole game, but I guess what I mean is, like, okay, you you throw the flag, then the booth says, eh, these two guys were going at it. And it's just like, okay, both of you have to sit out for two minutes of real game time or something. You know? So, I don't know. It's not like, really, you ejected him for that?
1: I mean, that was dumb. I mean, it also, I think, ended up highlighting um, the real, I mean... Packers have a safety safety depth issue
0: no, that is
1: not Really? But I mean I mean the weird thing is that Whitehead was doing a great job on James White. Um and it was a real bummer to lose him for no reason on yeah. a dumb call.
0: Yeah. I mean the penalty was stupid. You can't do that. That's fair to call that penalty, but well, I mean it should have been offsetting penalties is what or, it should have
1: Or or it was just like it was everything. You know, it was like the way that that roughing the kicker call should have been a 5-yard penalty that should have You know, made it fourth and seventeen, I think, instead of fourth and twenty-two, and uh, you know, it's like everything was just kind of a a grade higher than it should have been. Because, and I, you know, I don't believe in some like Patriots conspiracy about refs, but like it's just like they don't need any help.
0: Well, we've been moaning and groaning here for a little bit, and I thought maybe we could uh, we could press pause, take some deep breaths, and take a little stock here as we get to the sort of midpoint in the season. And, uh, later on in the week, again, Ben Fennell is going to join us to get into sort of the nitty gritty of what the film says about this Packers team. But I thought for a jumping off point here, we could sort of look back at, at our favorite episode of the year, the annual tarot card reading with Ben, your friend, Jamie Ross. And, uh, we were actually inundated, uh, the past few weeks with tweets from listeners, um, essentially saying things like, Oh my God, this is playing out exactly as, as Jamie said it would, which I thought was, was, fun. it always,
1: that's always the case. Yeah. <laughs> I just whether want you, the record to show
0: whether you believe in that stuff or not, it is factually accurate that the things that he has said have come to fruition. So I thought with fans sort of grabbing their pitchforks, jumping off the bandwagon, and us here as we're sort of hand wringing, it would be a good way to sort of reground Packer Nation in the reality that, hey, the season's only half over. It's been a tough stretch. There could be better stuff ahead. Ben, what do you remember about what the the divination sort of laid out?
1: I remember that I had to take a step back, which I have. I uh, Oh, personally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he
0: said some things personally yeah, about yeah. the show and about I had to us. take a
1: step back, which has borne itself out in the uh pick'em. But uh <laughs> the what did he I think he said that there's like a sense that the that the fans aren't really behind the team, right? Yeah and he that did. we had to like rally. We had to rally the kids. Yeah,
0: he did talk about discord among the fans.
1: If the kids are united.
0: Owing to a very slow start to the season. I
1: mean, that's true. And he
0: particularly said the first half of the season is going to be slow and painful, and there's going to be discord among the fans. And he said
1: don't take the Packers in the Patriots game.
0: Did Definitely said that. Yeah. said don't put money on, the- yeah. <laughs> on that.
1: Whereas they did cover against the Rams. Yeah. So...
0: But... A slow start, and then he said, though, that it would be a particularly strong and long second half of the season. So, Ready to get the friction on. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Another thing I thought was interesting was that he, and, and again, for the listeners who haven't listened to that episode, I encourage you to go back and check it out because it's just, it is really fun, really fun listening. Jamie Ross has really no understanding of, of football. As far as I can tell, he's not a fan of the sport.
1: I mean, even if he was, it would have an extra guy on the field, and the field would be five yards wider and 10 yards longer. He's a Canadian. Yeah.
0: Um, So, but that to me lends even more, even more like spooky credence to some of the things that he says. They're Mm -hmm. oddly specific about things that are, are football related, and he doesn't have. Uh, sort of pre-knowledge of that Didn't stuff.
1: He, he said some stuff about the rookies kind of stepping he, up too, he right? He mentioned
0: unnamed unnamed rookies were uh a, a unnamed rookie was given uh what he said was the world card, which he placed a, a lot of positive weight around. Mm. Um could be Alexander, could be MBS who are we are seeing now is a is gonna be a, a real player.
1: Yeah. Or um, or St. Brown, I'm still convinced I mean both MBS and and EQ had very kind of good technical. Like I, I, I yet to see them really like screw up. Yeah. Oh, there was another. Anyway, I'm not gonna keep harping on the plays that Rodgers <laughs> just didn't look on the right page. We'll save there's that another. There's another
0: EQ look where that happened. But Alexander, man, coming out strong.
1: Yeah. That Josh Jackson uh, breakup in the red zone. Jair's coverage. That like, I mean, he's just he's really like battling. Tremont actually looked good at safety too not good but like he passable looked,
0: this is also something i want to talk to ben Fennel about he looked up and down
1: he looked better than haha
0: he looked better than haha he did some things really well including a tackle at the goal line
1: he had like a willingness to
0: tackle but <laughs> he had, his he took a correct angle and had a willingness to tackle yeah. meanwhile haha i believe over in washington was not great one, one of the reasons they lost that game Breland, i believe.
1: i think looked okay yeah i'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for having missed like, a lot of camp—I mean, no camp with the Packers yeah, in a I mean, lot of
0: the season. He's a couple, you know, a couple weeks removed from almost having to have his foot amputated, so— Yeah. Um, he uh, will hopefully get better as the yes, season goes on.
1: I agree. Um, oh, also, just while we're on the topic of the last game, Kyler Fackrell, not a bad game. Credit yeah. where credit's due. Yeah. He had he had one in, in uh, another one of the goal line— Stops. Uh, Fakrell had some really good plays. That's so what
0: th- that's what the all twenty two says.
1: Yeah, that's what accountability is all about. Is me giving props to Kyler Fakrell occasionally.
0: One other thing that I thought was interesting that that Jamie Ross said, um, again, really interesting listening back, considering his lack of knowledge about football, is that he said that the cards were telling him there was a big turnaround on the roster. There was a turnover of players, mm. a lot of young new players mm-hmm. coming in, which is true. Um, and that that would lead to really great things in the long run but would definitely be an obstacle in the short run. Sounds right. Which is bearing true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You remember anything else from that? I just thought it was really interesting listening back today to help sort of, again, ground us in the in some of the realities and kind of put away the yeah. put away the pitchfork a little bit. No,
1: I mean, I think I think uh, this doesn't feel all that different than other seasons, actually. Yeah. Like other recent seasons have kind of like, you know i i don't i can't remember a season where packers fans didn't go into the season thinking that they were like guaranteed super bowl contenders yep. and where a slow start got everybody pissed off and then they pulled it together and were fine i think that this might be the season that that gives way um this might be even if they do make the playoffs this might be this like mccarthy's last ride um
0: there are a few, okay more than that. more than one article currently up at Acme Packing Company about how, regardless of how the season ends, unless maybe it's a Super Bowl, but um, that it it's the it could be the end of McCarthy's. It's hard run. to see.
1: It's hard to see a big coaching driven turnaround. Uh, I mean, bra- I guess any turnaround is going to be coaching driven. I'm going to interrupt you with
0: breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah, as uh, Geronimo Allison has been placed on injured reserve.
1: Oh, I knew that was coming.
0: And Whitehead has been uh, released. That's weird. Yeah,
1: I mean, I know they signed a safety yesterday yeah. in the spot that they had that punter. But Ibrahim, I don't even remember. You'll put that in later. But yeah. but what's up? <laughs> anyway, Whitehead released. Well, let's talk. To, let's just talk to Ben about Ooh. that because I don't really. Yeah, I don't have the capacity to make anything. All right, I'm going to say that I disagree with that move. That's my immediate take. Is That's I don't it. I don't think. I mean, first off, I feel bad for him.
0: That is your take hot off the presses. Yeah, me too. Like, he was playing pretty well. I thought so, too.
1: And anyway, you know, it's not like like we need safeties or anything. Yeah, Um,
0: I'm so confused. Anyway. Help me.
1: Yeah, let's talk to Ben.
0: Yeah, let's get out of here. Before we get out of here, we'll do a quick update of the APC Podcast Listener Pick'em League. Okay, about halfway through the season, Nick Varley is still holding it down. In first place after a few impressive weeks in a row, trailing pretty far behind him, actually. The rest of the field's about 30 points behind Kyle Clifton, Aaron Rolfing, Mitch Morton, and I, again, inexplicably, am in the top five. Lauren Summer, hey, buddy. Hey, Lauren. Trailing just behind me, Sean Wagner of APC, and the list goes. On and on. That is the ABC podcast listener pickem league. Thanks everyone for getting your picks in for participating. A free prize to be named later for the top listener. There, um, great. What do you say we uh, we get out of here, and uh, we'll see you guys in a couple days. We'll talk to Ben Fennel. Look for that on uh, Thursday night. Thursday night we'll we'll air that. We'll air that episode. Um, so for Ben Foldy. For Alex Patakis, who is not here, I am Zach Rapport at the APC Pod on Twitter. Subscribe and give us a rating on iTunes if you have not done so already. By the way, we got a few very nice, thoughtful, favorable reviews recently that um, they really made me feel good. They were they were very nice, so we really appreciate that, and they do uh, help sort of boost our profile, and get our show in front of more people. So, uh, thank you very much for that. Okay, let's get out of here. Enjoy the rest of your week. We will talk to you in a couple days.